is Monday. I just got back from Ottawa, second weekend in a row in Ottawa. Uh, there is so much going on over there. Uh, there's so much in the media that is also uh, a lie and propaganda, but uh, overall the event was amazing. It was a really good time. There was even, I think there was even more people there. There was definitely more people at night, uh, but I think there's more people on Saturday. This is despite them uh, shutting down hotels and uh, not letting people book it and, and uh, you know, just coming with all these different stories about why uh, they couldn't open. So they, they made it really, really hard for people to get there. They are preventing uh, the truckers from getting gas. So there's some great Instagram accounts. If you go to my Telegram, you'll find them there. I highly recommend going on Telegram and finding the Truckers Convoy. But there's a couple in Instagram accounts, uh, POC, Truckers Convoy, and Trucker Convoy 2022. I can link those up in the description as well. But those Instagram accounts are doing phenomenal coverage of what's going on. They deleted the, or they're freezing the accounts at GoFundMe, so uh, people are saying rather than doing a refund, do a chargeback because it'll uh, charge them 15 bucks for GoFundMe and give them a, a terrible review. So all this stuff is happening. This is a war. World War III is a psychological war. And Canada has just put itself on the map for a major resistance that is kind of going worldwide. A peaceful way to stop this agenda of, of what's unfolding, and that's what we're looking for. All the people who know what's going on would like a peaceful way to stop these mandates, uh, stop this agenda on our children, to stop the digital identity, uh, you know, certificate, all the stuff that we know that's coming from their own literature. You know, this is an opinion. I got a great visit with my uncle the other day and you know, the people who are on the sidelines or will just go line up and, and take the needle, they don't know anything. They don't, they don't want to know. They can't understand like why people would do something harmful, you know, how people would lie on a mass level because they're good people. They can't understand how people would think that way, but uh, that's just the case. So the vibe down there was amazing. Again, it's like Canada Day celebration. They planned a counter protest, which is so absurd. So only a few people came up and you see videos of these people and they're really lost, you know what I mean? They're wearing like a gas mask and he's got like a bat with three masks on the back, you know what I mean? Um, so these people are really mentally lost. They're very disconnected from reality and what is actually happening. So, but because there's so many people there, they're so happy, they're smiling, it's really hard to kind of yell at someone who's smiling, you know? So all the propaganda about Ottawa saying that, uh, you know, people can't sleep and all that, maybe in the down, like in a very small section, because the, the noise is really concentrated on a very, very small section, and you can still drive around. I drove when I left right down in the middle of it, so they really know what they're doing. Um, but one of the truckers told me that, yeah, one of the guys almost froze to death because he couldn't get uh, gasoline. And there's there's children there. Some of these truckers came with their children and their families and little ones. I saw babies, you know. So there's babies there. So this is serious and this is a war crime. I, I posted on my Telegram of one of the, uh, I can't remember who it was, somebody in the States just listed which of the war crimes because, you know, we have a right to peaceful assembly and to peaceful protest. And what they're doing is preventing gas. And then this could actually kill them because it's, so crazy cold if they don't have fuel they can't start their truck um which means they can't have heat right so this is one of the tactics by the police so they're overstepping their bounds and in canada we might be getting the notice that we've already become a communist country and it's just rolling out so will the people be able to stand um up to the corruption 
I saw another uh, research post. I haven't verified it. It was from Awake Canada, where they found out the uh, Ottawa police chief was connected to um, some sort of globalist, like the World Economic Forum or something like that. Like all these people's in high position are, are usually connected in some sort of way to roll out this agenda, and then everyday people, like these police officers and other people, they. Um, they enforce it so you know regular people have to stop enforcing these um, these these mandates these you know these things that they know are wrong so we've got one of Trudeau's snipers who quit because he's like enough of this that's what we need we need people to stop but then you've got the Ottawa police who are quote-unquote just doing their job and oppressing other people you know you need to rethink your career when you're doing harmful things you know you can't justify that because you gotta you know make ends meet you gotta figure something else out you know what I mean uh, that's what you have to do you know or you're gonna be on the wrong side of history which is what all of these people are on so and you can see with this trucker convoy they deleted the go to go fund me then they they put up go send me and it's already up to three three million dollars I think US so people really are supporting this uh, you know at, at the event there's even more families there was even bouncy castles every corner was singing and dancing and hugging and high-fiving and incredibly peaceful even more food this time some guy made me just an absolutely delicious pizza that was so good um that uh wood fire pizza going like a hot hot stove pizzas like set up it was just it was the quality of food was, it was phenomenal and uh you know it was all free so you know the kids everywhere the cops were good during the day but this drive's got these dead spots so yeah, they, they were well organized the dance party went into the night uh people Police were peaceful then, but then they do the tyrannical things during the week when less people are around, right? So they have more uh, or whatever. So this is something that I believe people should pay attention to around the world because it is sparking this resistance and people are seeing that those who want freedom of choice are not the minority. If you want to take it or not take it, that's not the point. It's, it's much worse than that. You know, this, this agenda goes much worse than whether you're going to take a needle or not, depending on, you know, what you believe about what's in that shot, because that can be pretty brutal too. But, you know, even if you're for that, um, most people aren't for segregation and taking away people's freedoms. And this isn't the majority, you know, this is the, the minority of people. So that's why you're seeing no, uh, you know, momentum on the other side. All it is is mainstream lies, propaganda, and now we're seeing tyrannical government overreach in Canada, you know, like we live in China or something like that. And this is the important thing of the United States to observe this because you have a strong constitution and you have the Second Amendment. You know, the United States people can protect themselves from enemies, both foreign and domestic. And what's happened is the people uh, to administer our property and our rights and what they're doing is they're just trying to usurp all that and you know basically put us into mass slavery for basically ever so this is what this is um, standing up for so the the event was amazing at night there was even more people the party was was super nuts and we need to pay attention to what's happening on basically an hour or daily basis and see how we can 
contribute in some sort of way by sharing the truth, uh, by you know not complying in your neighborhood, by holding people accountable. Uh, there's a lot of these, you know, the Ottawa police, they're all public, right? We have their emails. So we can get their emails and email them. Um, but now is the time for action, especially if you're a Canadian. You know, now it's time for action. And around the world, I think Finland had a massive uh, you know peaceful protest as well and if we can peacefully not comply that would be amazing and what's nice about this truckers thing is again it could be all kinds of people there but the fact that it's trucks and it creates a nuisance they have to kind of pay attention to it and so you know it's our, our, our government is a joke right you, we don't even have our prime minister is, is not even around but you know many people knew he was a you know a globalist puppet from the beginning and again we might be getting the notice so this isn't going to be solved by the government this is going to be solved by the people not complying and uniting and there's just so many beautiful things and one of the things for me as a canadian that kind of teared up a couple times when i when it really hit me and i realized it because i kept hearing it over and over you know in quebec when i was having this great conversation with this man who was there all you know his buddy was there all week sleeping in his van uh, serving up food to the truckers using his own money you know supporting them in great spirits after being there for you know over a week in the cold uh and we're talking about Quebec and he said you know Quebec they really indoctrinate you to say like Quebec is different Quebec is you know not like the rest of Canada we're our own thing and it's you know and then kind of like screw the rest of Canada a little bit which you know as, as somebody who's you know, my dad is French Canadian but you know I didn't grow up in French Canada so that always bugged me you know what I mean screw you like why don't you want to be a part of this country and I've always liked our Quebec heritage one because I you know I have a part of that in my family too it's cool to have this very unique culture within your your country two languages uh you know in your country and like it's a rich history that's there i've always been very proud of uh quebec so when they you know want to separate and do their own thing i understand it in one way because it is very different um but it also bugs me in another way because it's a very unique and wonderful part of canada and it makes us very special to have that part and so what these guys were telling me is they uh i can't remember what the words were but uh they were basically saying like, uh, you know, I'm proud to be Canadian. You know, they're holding Canada flags for the first time. A lot of Quebecers, they'll, they'll have the Quebec flag, but they, they won't have the Canada flag. And you saw so many Quebec flags with the Canada flag together and so many, uh, you know, people from Montreal and Quebec just saying, for the first time ever, I'm, I'm proud to be Canadian. And, uh, you know, it made a, lot of, it made a lot of people really emotional. So this is a very, you know, uniting experience for Canada to see what we're made of. And all they have as a weapon is couch potatoes, you know, tweetering that <laughs> everything is racist. And I know these people personally, you know, they don't do anything and they don't know much, you know. So that's all they can do is complain, but they have no spirit. They have no real world energy. They, they, they have had very uh, low real world value because they just work for the machine and they want to protect the machine. And it's exactly like in the Matrix, you know what I mean? Most people don't want to be unplugged. They want to, they'll, they'll fight to protect the system that they're in. And so what we're seeing is good, strong people with souls who want freedom for themselves, for their families, for their kids and for their grandkids willing to fight for this. And that means to show up and do what they can and get truth out. And what this is sparking is conversation, but it's also uh, creating these other, um, uh, you know, courage, one of the times I liked was courage is contagious, right? You know, when I was in the grocery store, I wasn't wearing a mask and I haven't worn a mask basically in two years. You know, once I had to go into freaking Costco. Um, and then actually I had an incident at the hotel 
where I was telling him, like, the guy just took the rules in his own hand, and he's like, you know, you have to wear one, you have to wear one. I said, no. I said, look at the sign. I don't have to wear one. He goes, where's your exemption? I was like, I don't have to provide you an exemption. It's right here on your sign. It's like, we're not doing that this weekend. And so I would have just gone somewhere else, but there was nowhere else to go, and I had my two-year-old daughter, so I was forced. So I put it under, you know, I was really pissed off. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I put it on for a second, and then, you know, just to get to my room, because if they canceled it, we were, I don't know what we would have done. So anyway, um, to not wear your mask in public, you know, people have, I've had two people take it off and recently it was a third person. She goes, you, she goes, you didn't say anything when you didn't have a mask? I was like, no. And if they do, it's a child or a person. You just tell them you're exempt and that's it because that's what the rule is. And so, you know, your courage is contagious and you're seeing kids in school stand up. We know the difference between right and wrong and all the other ha side has is guilt and shame and name calling. And yeah, it feels ugly when someone calls you a racist and you know, uh, you know, all these different things, but it's not true. This is like dealing with, um, you know, adolescent crybabies and that's all they are. They're complainers, uh, but they get you with that, you know, emotional shame and guilt, right? Which, which is untrue. So that's all really the battle we need to go through. And you're seeing the overwhelming support for this movement around Canada. There was, um, um, protests in, in, in all the major cities, you know, Victoria came out, Toronto had a big one, Winnipeg, uh, Sardinia is going to close down a border. So like, this is, this is serious stuff and the world's watching. And now the world is watching the Ottawa police and the Canadian police say, Hey, what level of tyranny is Canada at, you know? And so at least it gives us that notice of where we stand as, as Canadian citizens uh, of this country, you know, how far will they go? Where are we? We need to know. And so standing up for our basic rights, like, you know, freedom of speech, basic right, F freedom of medical, you know, choice is a basic right, but it's being taken away. And so we've had that notice for a while and, you know, people are sick of it. So we need to know how far that the, these guys are going to go. So it was good, uh, super tiring. I did so much walking. I wish I had one of those Fitbits to see how many uh, kilometers I walked because I had to drive back from the hotel each time. It was a much more pain in the bum, especially with a little one. Uh, but yeah, they had bouncy castles. It was a great event. It was invigorating for the soul. And so my suggestion is for people to pay attention to this, to these uh, trucker accounts, because we all need to know where we stand and we all need to be now coming together with these solutions. And now you're seeing all these other people and organizations stand up, you know, and say, hey, Believe whatever you want, but we're going to put this out. We're going to put this email out that we stand with the truckers. We're going to put this email out that we stand for uh, peace and freedom of choice. And if you don't stand for that and you want to call me a racist for it, you are welcome to. <laughs> and that's it. Um, all they have you know, is, is optics. It was so peaceful. And that's why they didn't have the calendar protest because they were massively, massively outnumbered. All they can do is come and be grumpy and, you know, which they're welcome to. Just that. And it's really hard to pick a fight with somebody who's dancing, singing, and smiling. So I'm very confident in this, and I think it's required that we, you know, take action because the world is watching, which is which is amazing. And, you know, we have our uh, American, you know, brothers and sisters over there, you know, responding to this, seeing what's going on, and, and, and this is a worldwide agenda. So, you know, if we can nip it in the butt now, that's amazing. But eventually they have to, you know, dismantle the United States because of that Second Amendment. That Second Amendment really changes the game because even if you have a corrupt government, which Canada does and the United States does, and they can implement these policies, well, if every single household has a weapon, 
and they can defend themselves and they can defend their family. Even you, you just tell people to go take their stuff, they can defend themselves. And so that's obviously an issue. Um, you know, and that's why they disarm countries. And you can look at history when the governments disarm their people shortly after, very often there was a genocide by the government where they shot them. And you can look that up and find a, a few different incidents of that occurring. So I'm very optimistic. Um, I, my suggestion to people is support how you can, like I said, uh, just standing up, um, you know, if your kid's in school, you know, you can get the mask off them. Don't allow your, don't allow them to put a mask on your child in school. You can go to the principal and fight for your kids. Say, my kid's exempt. He's not, they're not putting on a mask. Um, this is wrong. And, and even furthermore, my suggestion is get, if your kid's in public school, get them out of public school. You should see our Waterloo region where I am and, and around the world, like whenever you see it, it's everywhere. This, this, uh, agenda. And in the last year and two years, they've ramped up like crazy, you know, on, on all this nonsense that they're putting in schools and really frigging the kids up, you know, even to the point beyond some of the other stuff, but, you know, wearing a mask and telling them not to look at each other when they're talking. Um, you know, this is going to be a lot of psychological damage that's going to take them a while to heal from. And if you're putting your kid in school, it's, it's not the government doing it. It's you. You have a choice. You have to figure out something, right, to respond to that situation. Take them out of school, put them in something else, uh, put them in a different school, fight for them not wearing a mask, uh, whatever you got to do, you know, invest in some stuff and get to a private school. I know some schools that, uh, you know, some, the, the, um, cost in Canada, and I think there's a lot of expensive ones, but there's a lot of schools that aren't that expensive that you can put your kids in uh, that don't mask, right? So <clears throat> you need to find those solutions because, oh, I spilled so much coffee. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me take a sip of coffee here. Anybody have any questions? Um, yeah, they got to do it though. You know, and we got to go to self-sustainability, uh, growing our own food. You know, any of these rabbit holes you go down, it's uh, it's crazy how corrupt it is. And so, you know, we really need to protect our kids because the scarring is going to be harder for them. It's rather them have no propaganda and scarring and no education than... Um, than scarring them because it's going to be very hard. It's, it's a lot harder to take out the programming for a young mind. I think it's an Aristotle quote that says, give me the boy until he's seven and I'll show you the man. And it's very, very important that we... Uh, blessings from the church. Amazing. Um, put in a good uh, Bible quote. I've been going through the Bible really intensely lately and it's crazy. That, that book really is an amazing book. Um, you know, the quotes have been very helpful for me and just talking about being in war and, and all these different things that we're experiencing now seems to be very, very accurate. So let me see if I can go to the chat. Um, yeah, so I want to do more lives. It's hard to get the word out because all my stuff is is being censored like crazy. It's a battle where I am. And, and you know, the podcast and the work that I do is, is like basically volunteer service. And, you know, you see all these people... So you don't have gun rights. We do. We were able to get guns, um, but not in the same way like the Americans have. So we're, we're more restricted, right? You have to have a restricted for a handgun. Um, the bullets are different. You guys can, you know, somebody from Ohio was telling me that their neighbor had a Gatlin gun and you could buy grenades. <laughs> That's insane. Here, you know, we can't have like these full military weapons, right? They're kind of, I, I can't remember exactly what they are, but, um, we can't, we can't have like fully on, full on automatic. That's illegal. So you just have, so that's why Canada is uh, further along than Australia, because we do have arms and we do have a lot of hunters and we could protect ourselves if we needed to. Uh, but you don't want to go to war 
with Rome because they've got you know all of the uh, all of the weapons. I think that talks. It says go to peace, go to peace in the Bible, and this is why understanding the law is really interesting because when I study the law, it's actually spiritual. It's God's law. It's not man-made acts and statutes and all this nonsense. All of that has nothing to do with a living, breathing man, you know, under the stars, right? And so they just trick you into their deceptive system. And so you know, apparently. The 1611 King James Bible is the contract on the planet because the queen swears her oath on that to uphold that book, and she basically still runs the show. So that's what the experts in the in the law summit were telling me, and with having success in the courts and understanding that. And what they kept coming back to is you need to understand that you're a free being, that you anything that you get into is 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 commerce or a contract, and so. Uh, it's really interesting. So I'm in Texas. If I had a permit, I could go buy. I uh, seriously. <laughs> oh god! Somebody just said they could go buy dynamite in Texas. <laughs> That's so freaking funny. Um, yeah, I was talking to my buddy Mike Bledsoe once about things. Because Canada has been brutal the last two years, just full on communist country. And uh, I was like, you know, are you optimistic the way things are going? Because I'm not, man. Like, it's just been brutal. I'm more optimistic now when we were, when we were chatting. I wasn't very optimistic. And he goes, well, he goes, I'm in Texas. And uh, I was just shooting the craziest guns ever. I'm around a bunch of other people shooting the craziest guns ever. So, yeah, bro, I feel hyped up and optimistic. But if I was in San Francisco where I got to go next weekend, I was living there, I wouldn't be feeling too good. So um, the huge opportunity this is showing is the kind of people that you want to be around. It's already separated those types of people. And we'll know from how people, when they, when we get through this uh, scenario, we'll know the type of people we're dealing with, with how they dealt with this, right? They're like, oh yeah, I just complied and I did what I was supposed to and I got the shots and I did all that kind of stuff. And like, okay, cool. You're probably someone that I don't want to associate with because you don't think for yourself. Uh, you don't think about your fellow uh, man and woman. You're, you're not somebody who is going to you know, help me if I need it. You're just going to do whatever the government tells you or you're, you're an order follower. Then on the other side, you have really strong people with strong spiritual convictions and the difference between right and wrong. And they're harder to be manipulated and they don't want to harm anyone else, but they're not going to be, you know, it's, 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 it's not as bad, but it's kind of as bad to like stick your head in the sand and, you know what I mean? Just go along and try to miss everything, you know, when, you know, it's not, everybody's got their own choice, but especially when you got these, you know, families out there and these kids, there's a lot to, there's a lot on the line here, you know, like the harm for these kids is real. We don't know what's in these shots and how bad they are, but we already know we're losing our young kids. We already know that we have studies coming back that are showing a massive increase in, uh, stillbirths or is that what it's called? in you know in in hospitals and i've watched some whistleblowers and and at the uh protest there was doctors and there was nurses you know she the one nurse i spoke to she said you know where she was like 50 people got fired um for these you know things so who are these nurses right and what are they what are they doing now the ones that are just staying and, and doing whatever they're told but now we have this alternative community that's going to stand up for what's right and that's what we're going to build the future with and that's where things get very very exciting so this thing is gone global it's worldwide i did one video on you know 
people are pretty convinced it's a psyop, right? And so I had to look at that. I look at everything. And, and from being there two weeks in a row, I absolutely absolutely do not think that or believe that because of the spirit of the people they can't control this they're going to respond and again it's like a chess match it's a war right and if you study um war or you read you know sun tzu's book the art of war you know anything about combat and things like that there are all these moves that you want to do so they're going to respond and they're responding now and it's very hard that's why it's important to stay peaceful as long as possible because once the memo gets out there that peace was held and they just basically overstepped massively, people will know where they stand. They'll know where they stand in Canada, and they'll know where they stand in the United States. And once that memo gets put out there, these people are going to run away because there's way more of us than them. So the last thing they want to do is show the world that, hey, we're just going to enforce this no matter what because they do not have enough people and guns to go against every single person uh, in every single country. And then the good men and women that are standing up are, are, you know, will show those people in uniforms. So a lot of them have lost their soul and their their lost causes, but a lot of them are on the fence, and a lot of them are just, you know, they they're not getting clued into how bad it is yet. They're not getting clued into what this agenda is. So when they really see this force, and their their soul's going to be stirred, and they're going to ask questions. Now they see more stuff online and the truth coming out, and it's so hard to ignore the truth and all they have on. Twitter and the social media and mainstream media is just to promote propaganda and SOS and all that different stuff. But then you see the other side and you know that they're lying. I think I was telling you earlier, there's Trudeau's sniper. Uh, one of the snipers that worked for Trudeau, he quit. And now he's, you know, part of the convoy team. You have Dr. Rod, Roger Hodgkin, Hodgkinson, Dr. Roger Hodgkinson. Hodgkinson. <laughs> That's all I'm really saying. Now, Hodgkinson, I'm so tired. I've been doing so much driving and um, you know, but yeah, you've got this amazing team of people now uniting around this and saying, this is about freedom. You know, this is, this is about freedom. That's what we're standing up for. And there's already been enough harm done. There's been, in my opinion, way too much harm done. And, and, you know, I figured it would get this far. And my optimistic point of view was this winter was going to be the worst. And then by spring and this before spring, we had a powerful response from the pe people. So, uh, this is, this is amazing. Yeah, you know, this this consent, you know, and it's they're supposed to give consent or supposed to be informed consent, right? And people aren't getting that. And every time I talk to somebody on the other side, they don't know anything about anything always, right? They just listen to the news. Like even, it's just frustrating. You know, my dad got the memo the other day. He's chatting and he was he's saying he was very upset that he was listening to CBC and like he, I can't remember what word he used, but he's just like, I'm so sad that the, you know, the news is, you know, I can't trust it. I was like, I've been telling you that for 20 years. I said, stop listening to the news. And he finally, after all this time, is just going to drop. I hope anyways, you got to drop it. But that's where it's challenging for the older generation, like my dad, because, you know, these Instagram accounts, they don't even have Instagram. They don't have all these things, right? They they get dropped. And then you got to go search around and refine people who are posting the truth and navigate through Telegram and do all these different things to really, really search for the truth because it's not on the mainstream, right? It's, it's very challenging to find even google right you have to you have to use DuckDuckGo now because google's so corrupt so um the positive thing is that you know they, these guys keep getting supported and they're in the front lines and so if you're in canada you know don't listen to the fear tactics if they give you a ticket for bringing in a gas can that's what they're doing now um just take a ticket 
it's not going to be expensive and you can fight it in court and get every single person to get a ticket to fight in court and bung it up and they'll get thrown out. It's just scare tactics. Worst case scenario, you might have to pay a ticket. Very worse. It might be 60 bucks, 120 bucks, whatever. It's nothing. That's all they have because it's completely unlawful. But that's the challenge, right? This is this is showing up. It's not that easy. You know, when I when they canceled the hotel, I didn't think, oh, I'm not going to go now. It's like, what am I going to have to do to get there? Because they're going to make it uncomfortable. They're going to make it challenging. That's what uh, war and psychological operations are. But as far as war goes, it's like we were talking to some of the guys out there. And it's like kind of the easiest war ever. We just we got to show up. We got to be around good people. We got to get yelled at a little bit. And, uh, you know, got to be cold, right? Got to dance in the cold. Then a lot of guys coming to support, right? Just coming up to dance in the cold and, and be there in person. It's so important to be there in person. Right? The first week, the fringe minority, right? It's so hilarious now. We have so many jokes to go on that. And you see how peaceful and, and all the smiles, they just can't hide it. It's just overwhelming uh, deceit and it's only going to fool the fooled. So showing up, you know, whether you bring something or you don't is is 99% of it, right? And so we're, we're seeing massive support for these people on every organization. We see the corruption come up with GoFundMe and uh, the Ottawa police. And now I saw, you know, the link that the Ottawa police connect to the, to the um, you know, the globalists somehow, right? And every time they do something, they, they're like, okay, it comes out, right? It'll, it'll all come out in the wash because people are watching. And that's what we need. People watching, paying attention, holding their public representatives accountable for what they're doing. And, you know, we can't be asleep at the wheel because they're going to try everything they can to, um, totally, but some of the so-called normies are honestly totally believing. Yeah. So, and they, and they're allowed to do that. So, you know, people can believe whatever the heck they want to believe, right? There's, there's still a lot of them, uh, but, but they don't have a solid understanding. Like the people who believe this stuff, they believe they're believing in a lie and they could be educated because there's a truth and there's opinion, right? When I was talking to my uncle Mark, I was like, well, there's a truth and an opinion. I'll tell you when, it, you know, which, what I'm saying, but you know, the truth is the, 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 uh, PCR test is meaningless because the guy who invented it, Kerry Mullis said so as far as, um, figuring out what the cause of disease is. It just amplifies matter. It doesn't tell you why a person got sick. And so that's what this is all on. So there's a truth and an opinion. And so since they're deceived, they don't have the same kind of strength. They don't have the same kind of standing. They don't have any will. I saw an argument. The guy out in the streets, get out of my town. And he goes into this argument. One guy started to talk to him, you know, and, and confront him. And, you know, the guy was just spitting nonsense. He's like, oh, you're the reason we closed down the business. If you guys open up the business, you would have made so much money. It's your stupid fault for closing the business. The government has closed down business for two years. All of their arguments are just ridiculous. So that's it. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm tired, but I got to shower and get clean um, because, yeah, I was just working all weekend. And it was so – apologies, I couldn't get more footage. I did a couple lives, but, you know, my daughter was <laughs> – she didn't She didn't do so good. She's, she doesn't like to nap. She likes to nap in her crib, so – she was a pain in the bum and I'd drive back and forth a thousand times and walk, you know, so much. So I couldn't do the same type of media that I did before, but I was there in person and, and it was well organized. So hopefully we do Ottawa round three, the third wave keeps sh showing support and uh, exposing what's going on. And, and again, this is like, this is sparked worldwide, Victoria, all over, all over Canada, all over the major cities in Canada, even some of the smaller ones, it's got more truckers involved. It's got other things right now. You got the Cowboys out in Alberta, right? You got the Cowboys out on horseback. You're in trouble now, right? So there's all these other organizations that are seeing this as like, okay, what else can we do to stop this? Right? This is, the, this is, we have to go all in. So if you're a tradesperson, if you're in an organization, if you're, um, you know, in hunting and fishing and things like that, you have these big organizations, whatever they are. If you're a big organization in sport, now it's time to put out the truth and say, look, 
this is what I'm fighting for. Take all the nonsense that people are going to give you. But then you're going to find all the real people that want to help and support and do something. And you can unite with them and figure out a solution because all these you know, naysayers and the ones that will call you a racist and say, oh, you're, you're an anti-vax. That's all they have. That's it. It's just a little emotional uncomfort for a bit because they're going to yell at you and call you a bunch of names. But that's it. That's all they have. And then you can unite with the people who are um, – wanting to find a solution for their communities, for the future, for the kids, for all the nonsense that's going on. You're going to find them and you're going to figure out a way to bung up the system because tyranny can only go so far and then the people are going to respond and that's what we're seeing. And it's a huge opportunity to respond. This is a massive opportunity for all of us to respond in some sort of way. So um, you'll see, each of us will see our own opportunity to do something. So share as much about the truckers thing as you can, um, educate yourself, be a good part, a member of the community that you're in. I'm going to do podcasts. I think here and there, I got a really, um, Oh, yo, Remet, what's up? You know, this is Remet on here. He's my buddy. Um, went down to, Oh my God, I can't even think about Estonia. And we just crushed it so hard in Estonia. It was the greatest trip of all time. It was like, <laughs> it's the most perfect trip I've ever been on in Remet. He picks me up and from the airport, he's kind of like my tour guide. <laughs> we just had the greatest time. It was just like the flow state trip. That was the most flow state trip I've ever been on in my life. Roma uh, Estonia is a very cool place, uh, very beautiful, and I uh, had a ton of fun. So that was when we lived in a free world, and I hope to go back to that. And before the this whole thing, where I started to imagine my life in a different way, I wanted to you know speak and in inspire people. And, you know, continue to learn. And so I was like, well, it'd be really cool to go to these cities like uh, Estonia with my buddy Remet and uh, get toured around. But then find like the most interesting people and interview them in person and then also learn about their towns. That'd be a cool show and podcast. And I was starting to imagine how I could make that happen and make a living from doing it and, you know, figure out all that kind of stuff and speak more and maybe do retreats and things like that. And then, you know, Corona bunged it all up. And so... You know, for the people on the sidelines waiting for this to go away, your business and your life is not going to be what you think it is if you don't stand up to this, you know, especially for the kids too. You know, if we don't stop this now, we are going to be in a big um, issue, you know, if we don't stand up because we're going to be handing over slavery to our children. We're already doing that in our education. You, I, I can't say this strongly enough. If you have a son or a daughter, you need to take them out of school. You need to find alternative education. I can assure you the brainwashing and the propaganda is worse than you think. Uh, you have to figure out an alternative education. Um, it is not okay. It is not a safe environment. It is not healthy. It's going to be, it's, it's so damaging. Um, and, and one year of that can just really have a lifetime of damage. So school is awful. And, you know, we, we need to think we need to stop this now because it's going to get worse. And that's what one of the truckers was saying is we couldn't wait six months. If we waited six months, it would be too long. And so you're seeing the character of the people that are out there and the freaking endless patience that these people have from nonsense. And myself, I'm not a very patient person, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not. I want things to be done right and uh, quickly. And, you know, when people are intolerant and being just ridiculous, uh, I struggle with patience. I want to smack them upside the head. And um, I've been able to deal with an extraordinary amount of nonsense. Um, and one of them is, is just understanding that, you know, the compassionate side is that uh, they're they're sick. You know what I mean? They're they're manipulated. They're 
you know, they have a condition. They literally are mentally sick because they've been brainwashed. And so it's not them. It's like an avatar speaking through them. It's like, a, that's the virus. It's this virus speaking through them. They've, it's not their soul. They don't have any will. They're, they're not really a threat. They're not a threat one-on-one, but they are dangerous. And people need to understand that. We have the, pe- the incident in Winnipeg where these people drove through a crowd and, uh, you know, hit four people. So they are, some of these people are deranged because they're taking the propaganda and they're so far removed from reality. So we need to be aware of that. Uh, and I've seen other stories where people, they find out like uh, one was a nurse and she found out if you're a, a Trump supporter, she would, uh, you know, mess up like, I don't know, say like something serious, like it was like cancer, tell them that they had it, they didn't or something like that. It was like something horrible. And you see these chats from these people and we're not a part of those chats, you and I, because we've already ousted ourselves. So we don't know what kind of horrible things that they're thinking of, but they do think of this. So it's just, it's just important to be aware of how these people are operating in the propaganda. And that's what they did for the uh, Rwanda genocide, right? They gave radios to one side and they just kept doing propaganda over and over, dehumanizing the other side and then eventually dropped the machetes and they went over and killed them. So, you know, that was a slow roll. So we just need to be aware of these people. They they are, they're, the, they're violent, right? And so the second that, you know, if they do make that move, we'll be able to, obviously defend ourselves but we we need it's something that needs to be addressed i guess i don't know how to say it very well yet obviously from this yammering but it's uncomfortable right and when i was talking to my uncle it's like well if you don't know the truth right if you don't know there's a threat then you can get harmed and that's what we need to kind of grow up to is these institutions and these things that we thought were for our benefit are actually threats and once we know that, then we can build something beautiful together with, with communities. And that's what's going to be asked of us, you know, to let go of things that don't serve us, to not do things that are wrong, which obviously people are doing, to stop complying, you know, with anything. It's, you know, just think a simple thing. Wearing a mask is complying. You know, don't do that. Have a little bit of courage because that's promoting that. You, you More people take off their masks every time, you know, the more other people are going to take off their masks because it's wrong. There's no evidence, you know, for any of this stuff that's happening. We know that. There's countries in the world that have been open the whole time. There's states in the United States that 